Welcome back. We have a Navy destroyer being named after a real Alabama hero, a grocery store chain rides off into the sunset, and a story about a white dude who segregated an HBCU in 1963. I'm Mike Morgan and we're down in Alabama. The U.S. Navy is going to name a destroyer after Jeremiah Denton, reports AL.com's Lawrence Specker. Denton served as a Republican senator from Alabama from 1981 until 1987, leaving after he lost a re-election to Richard Shelby, who at the time was a Democrat. Denton was from Mobile, attended the Naval Academy, and retired as a rear admiral in 1977. During Vietnam, he was a naval aviator and had been shot down and held as prisoner of war by the NVA for nearly eight years. In 1966, they put him in front of a camera to get some propaganda on film. To the enemy, he seemed to comply. Americans, however, were aware that during the interview he blinked in Morse code, spelling out the word torture, and a legacy was secured right then and there. Richard Shelby, the man who unseated him in the Senate, said in a release Friday, quote, Admiral Denton's patriotism, sacrifice, and noble service to Alabama and our great nation will never be forgotten. The boat to be named after Denton will be an Arleigh Burke-class guided missile destroyer. It's being built by Ingalls Shipbuilding in Pascagoula. Denton died in 2014. He had written a book about his time as a POW entitled When Hell Was in Session. Well, you'll have to pardon some Birmingham area folks over the coming weeks. They might be mourning their grocery store. AL.com's William Thornton reports that Western Supermarket is liquidating its stores and that they'll sell two of them, one in Mountain Brook and one in Vestavia Hills, to Publix. The Westerns have been around for 70 years. The regulars dig the vibe, the wine selection, and the 24-hour location on Highland Avenue in Birmingham. And one of the coolest business feature stories was written by former AL.com reporter Kelly Poe a few years ago when she spent a night at that 24-hour Western. I tell you, the play-by-play was more interesting than you'd expect. All right, we got a little Alabama history moment now. Much has been reported about the integration of the University of Alabama. Millions of references to that speech by the former governor. Did y'all know we got backup singers now? Let me tell y'all something. Ronnie's always with us down in Alabama. Back on topic, we know about the integration in Tuscaloosa, but what about the white guy who showed up at the HBCU that very same day? To tell that story... We're going to turn this over to our buddy, Jonathan Soboleski. On July 11, 1963, Alabama Governor George Wallace stood in the doorway of Foster Auditorium at the University of Alabama, attempting to block the enrollment of three black students to the college. It was part of his inauguration promise to stop the desegregation of Alabama schools. But what Wallace didn't know while he was throwing his little hissy fit was that another Alabama public university had already desegregated literally earlier that morning by accident. While Wallace was busy blocking the doors at UA, Robert Muckle, a white man, had already sat down for classes at Alabama A&M, and all black school, effectively desegregating the school. So why have you never heard of him? Probably because he did it for the most part by accident. Robert Muckle was a 29-year-old science teacher from Utica, Nebraska. Muckle felt he was a little weak in chemistry and wanted to take a summer-continued learning program. So he went through the National Science Foundation, who was offering summer sessions at a variety of different colleges. 
He applied to attend a summer session at Alabama A&M, completely unaware that the school was still a segregated black school. Not that Nebraska was some post-racial paradise in the 60s, but Brown versus Board of Education had made desegregation the law of the land a full nine years prior, so it probably didn't occur to him that segregation was an issue when he applied. He eventually found out, but had already been accepted to the summer session, so why bother changing his plans? A 1963 article in Jet Magazine quoted him as saying, I was accepted, so I came. I'm not a crusader. And since the whole segregation thing was clearly more about keeping black students out of white schools, nobody really bothered to stop him when he showed up. His classes officially started on June 11th, 1963, the same day as Wallace's stand in the school doors. Of course, George Wallace's whole routine was ultimately futile, and the black students were allowed to register at UA, meaning the whole affair was just a useless temper tantrum. But it's funnier to know that it was pointless before it even started. I'm Jonathan Soboleski for Reckon. Thanks, Sobo. Hey, those of you who are inclined to enjoy that Alabama-Clemson game tonight, we hope you absolutely enjoy it. When I'm governor, the day after the college football national championship will be declared a mandatory holiday. But since it still ain't, we'll be back again tomorrow with another news briefing. Thank y'all for putting up with us. We're down in Alabama. Come see us on the internet anytime you want to at AL.com.